Hey everyone, this is LaShonda and this is another episode of the LaShonda Files. Uh, So this week, um, we're going to do a little something different. I have no guess. It's actually the week of Thanksgiving and everyone, of course, is getting ready for Thanksgiving. So um, this week, I'm just doing a quick update on just everything that's going on because so much has happened since starting the LaShonda Files. I did do a video um, on YouTube a little bit and going in depth about what was going on. Um, you can go to YouTube and put in the handle at the LaShonda Files and LaShonda's L-A-S-H-A-N-D-A. And that will take you to my channel. Um, the first thing I do want to acknowledge is that I'm no longer with 13 Moons Magazine. That was the magazine that I was coordinating for and also writing for. I'm no longer with them. Um, I'm not going to say it was an amicable split. <laughs> um, but I don't have any like bad or hard feelings towards them. I learned a lot during my time with them. I just feel like that it was best for me and what was going on to just step back and um, take myself out the equation because I really felt like I wasn't being appreciated. And I felt also like there was a lot of things that I was asked to do or that the way the magazine was going in that direction, that it wasn't the best direction for me to go in personally. And so I just had to step back from it. Um, and after, believe it or not, after stepping back from the magazine, I have had to deal with a lot of kind of self self reflection and kind of shadow work on myself to um work on the things that I am dealing with and trying to rebuild my business that I kind of put on hold to work with 13 Moons because I knew that the magazine took a lot and it actually really did take a lot of my time. Um, So just kind of trying to rebuild that and trying to have the same momentum and to show up for myself the way I showed up for the magazine because I was really a self-promoter with the magazine and I think that was one of the things that the uh, magazine creator, a star, actually liked about me was that I was a self-promoter. It didn't take me, I just promoted myself. It didn't take somebody telling me to, you know, share your work or do anything like that. I was sharing my work myself even before coming on into a leadership position with them. Um, So I know that I'm able to do that and just trying to show up and self-promote myself in this time because I have a lot of things new that I'm starting, but also I have my business that I'm trying to scale and I'm trying to grow and build one. So it's been a lot that I've had to deal with. Um, Consistency is one of the things that that I'm working on, which Actually, I'm actually very, very excited and happy that I've consistently done six episodes. This is my sixth episode of the LaShonda File. And I do weekly episodes, which is uploaded on Tuesdays, of course. Um, But I'm just super excited that I have that consistency to be there to be present in what I'm doing and that says a lot because I have had times where I'm not consistent 
And again, that's me just being self self reflection and being honest with myself. There's been times where I I'm not consistent or I start something and I don't complete it. And honestly, this week was one of those weeks where I kind of had to push myself. I'm actually up at five o'clock in the morning recording um, because I've put it off so so much. I usually do my recording on the weekends, um, but this weekend just been kind of crazy. I think this whole week, just this whole month, really, it's just been crazy. I don't know. I think Mars is in retrograde. And I think there was another planet that just went um that just went straight. I'm not really even for sure, but I know Mars is in retrograde and it feels like a Mercury retrograde to me because I don't know, it's just very it's just, just a lot going on. Like energetically and um like in the astrology and stuff like that with me right now. But this week's episode, or just this episode in particular, was kind of difficult. Like I said, it's Thanksgiving week. Everybody's just kind of doing their own thing. Um, everybody has families and businesses and things of that nature. So I knew this week would be difficult for anybody to record, even myself, because I have so much to do before I leave to go for Thanksgiving. And so I knew that everybody else had that same issue of getting things ready for to spend time with their families. So that's why it's just me. But I'm super excited because I get to kind of talk about what I'm going through personally instead of having to just talk about whatever topic this week's episode is. Um, and I think that's kind of what I made the little Shonda files for was just to talk about what the hell is going on in my week. And this week has been crazy and I will talk more about it. <sighs> I will talk more about just what's going on in the next weeks, in the next coming weeks, because there is a lot that's going on behind the scenes. Um, of course, my podcast, I have a YouTube channel, um, let's see, I'm starting my own magazine, Intentions Magazine, it'll be out next year sometime, well, actually February, not sometime, it'll be out in February 2020, 2023, um, I think that's important also to put a date on things for me because that kind of gives me a deadline so intentions magazine february 2023 officially be released i'm starting a media company for of course my podcast and my magazine um what else am i missing it's <laughs> so much that i got going on and it's a lot I'm not even gonna lie, it's a lot. And then also including school, my homeschooling, um, just being a parent, period in general. Not even just homeschooling, but being a parent in general is um kicking my ass right now. Parenting is really kicking my ass. <laughs> um, I have an eleven year old and a three year old. So it's two different age ranges, two different things I'm dealing with at this point with their age groups and yeah so that's a lot as well um yeah I just have a lot going on and so I just need to vent and this episode is kind of that so one of the things that I've had to reflect on and I've kind of been tested on this week is my anger. A while back, I realized that I was very angry. I did have anger issues and I needed to do anger management. Now, anger management for me may look a little different than what you may think anger management is. Anger management for other people is, you know, sitting down with a therapist or 
going to like some type of support group or something like that. Anger management for me was um, taking a break from social media. I took a a month long break, just kind of went off to myself. Um, I went on a couple of vacations, spent time with my family, and just kind of doing the self reflection, the shadow work on myself, and trying to realize what actually triggered my anger, and how to not let the triggers um, cause me to be angry. Because, I mean, of course, there's always going to be those people or those situations that can cause you to be angry. But it is the way you deal with it that is, you know, what people look at. They're not going to look at what happened beforehand, especially if they're looking outside in or even if they or they see the situation unfolding. They're only, a lot of times, they're only going to see my reaction, especially as a business owner. They're not going to see, well, this person antagonized her to this point. They're just going to see, well, she's angry and she lashed out. Even though a lot of times I am antagonized. But that's besides the point. They're not going to see that. They're just going to see... Well, this person, she's angry. She got angry with, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. I don't know if I should do business with her because I don't want her to, you know, be angry with me or get an attitude with me or combative with me or whatever the case may be. Um, And that's something I've actually realized. And I realized that, of course, as being a business owner, especially starting my cloth pad um business because cloth pads are not like I guess not widely known or especially in our society a lot of people don't have or misinformation on it or no information on it they've never even heard of it and at first was really frustrating for me because I'm like okay how do you not know this and um some comments was a little, you know, uh, you know, of course, like I said, society um, have us kind of looking at our periods in a crazy way. Um, and that's a, like, you know, I want to have a, a different um, episode on that in a later time. But really, society have us looking at our periods as kind of a dirty or a unclean thing which is really not and people have that perceived notion that um if it's not you know cotex or tampax or tampons or always or you know something disposable or something that you can buy out the store that is nasty and so it was a lot of mis a lot of re-educating people and a lot of reteaching and re um and people learning for uh, my business and that's a lot of my business it's just really even now um my business is about to turn one in January it's a lot of educating women on cloth pads because again society has made it where we don't even know what there is. Like, you know, our grandparents may know what it is. And if you're lucky enough, like I was, to be raised with your grandparents, you may have heard stories, but you may never even warn them or anything like that. Um, But I do also like this um, consciousness that is coming about as well, where we are being aware of what we are putting in our bodies. And... um. So now cloth pads are resurging now that people are knowing what are in these, you know, disposable pads or disposable menstrual products. Um, So with that, it's great because there is an audience or there is a market for that. But that market is really small. And a lot of my um, a lot of my friends 
on Facebook, because I do a lot of my business on Facebook, a lot of my friends on Facebook, or I'm not going to say they, um, they just wasn't educated on it when I first started. So it was a lot of education, and there was a lot of people that may have had some negative comments to say um, about cloth pads, even free bleeding, um, everything. And I'm just kind of putting everything that, you know, I do out there, um, free bleeding, cloth pads, reusable pads, reusable products and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people, you know, still see that as nasty. Just, I'm just going to put it like they see it as nasty. And, um, some of the comments was very rude and me being at that point in time, I was like, okay, you know, I was, I got rude back or, you know, I lashed out or I was angry at that person in that moment because, again, I was dealing with my anger and I didn't realize in doing that people, even though people might not comment um, on your posts, they always see your posts. And especially, I didn't want people to see me trying to educate people or um, market to people or promote or advertise to people my products. And then, you know, they see me arguing with maybe a potential client. I know everybody isn't going to be my customer or even my audience. That I know that I do have a target audience that I'm, you know, trying to reach. But, and they may not have been my target audience, which I understand that now. But at the same time, the person that may have been my target audience sees me getting frustrated and angry with someone that is um, miseducated on the subject and they may not want to do business with me now because of that. And that was something I actually had to realize in being a business owner. Um, and so once I came on with 13 Moons Magazine as the coordinator for the Vodka Stream, I was like, okay, I need to really deal with my anger because not only now am I dealing with my business that I'm growing, I'm also have or dealing with um, not only the writers of the team, but also the public um, and the audience of the magazine. And that is a lot. Dealing with people is a lot. You have to have a lot of patience <laughs> dealing with people, especially um, with social media, um, I realized that social media is a trigger for me sometimes because where face to face, you can see people's face. You can hear that tone in their voice of what they're saying. With social media, you don't have that. You just see what they wrote or, you know, what they typed. And you are lacking that facial one, you know, face to face. You're lacking hearing their tone of voice. You're lacking a lot of stuff when dealing with people on Facebook or in really any social media sites, Facebook, IG, TikTok, Twitter, wherever you are, um, you're liking that. And of course, there's always going to be those trolls that's just there to be haters because, of course, you know, they're, they're there too. They're there for a reason. <laughs> but, um, like, I had to realize, like, okay, I need to deal with this. I need to deal with this now, especially coming on as the magazine. I'm not only representing myself now. I'm representing another brand. And somebody actually trusted me with essentially their baby because it was their creation. And so that was when I started dealing with my anger and quote unquote, I used 
air quotes, anger management. I took anger management, but it was really just me sitting with myself and figuring out my triggers and realizing what triggered me, how to deal with those triggers and not um, respond in anger. Um, A lot of stuff I learned or, you know, in the exercises I really did, I really Googled because Google is there. Of course, Google has everything that you need to know. You just have to know how to kind of word it <laughs> um, or what you're looking for. It's a lot of a lot of information out there. So, of course, you have, do have to be specific on what you're looking for or whatever. Um, but Google, I've always said Google is your friend. Google was my friend with dealing with my anger. And I say all of that to say this week, <laughs> actually not even just this week, this whole month and dealing with 13 moons, leaving 13 moons, everything like that um, has really showed me my growth and that my anger management may have been working, even though, like I said, I didn't have the, you know, clinical anger management that everybody else may have had. My way of doing anger management worked for me. And I'm actually super proud of it. Um, I'm going to give a couple of examples. Um, So, for one, I'm just leaving 13 moons, period. Um, Like I said, me leaving 13 moons was a personal decision. I left 13 moons. I wasn't fired or anything like that. I left 13 moons because I saw that what I um, was originally came on for, I wasn't being able to do that. I also, it was a lot of things that was being asked of me that wasn't like, you know, super hard or, you know, it was just, it wasn't in alignment of what I wanted to do at that time. Or what I wanted to do for myself and where I wanted myself to go in that direction. So it was kind of like the magazine was going in one direction and I'm kind of going in another direction. And I was kind of being pulled between the two. And I just didn't want to, you know, deal with that. But also on the flip side, um, like I said, dealing with dealing with creators, writers and things of that nature just dealing with people in general, we all going to have our own personality. And um, sometimes their personality and my personality just do not match well. And that was kind of what was going on. And so I saw that. And before I stayed around to um, have to deal with that, I, I knew it was a test. Um, but I knew also that I needed to remove myself from that situation because um, I was going to fail that test. <laughs> I was not going to pass that test. <laughs> and I know that um, before I get angry, before I lash out, before I cuss you out, before I do any of those things that will run up my blood pressure, possibly end up in jail or whatever the case may be, I will walk away from it. Now, I will walk away from it. Now, not then, but now I will. And so that was just the situation that I was in. And I had to talk to some people. I had to talk to my mom, of course. My mom was the number one person I talked to, the first person I talked to. But I just had to talk to my friends, my mom, and ultimately make the best decision for myself. I just kind of took like that weekend, um, a weekend just to think about everything and just to try to figure out what it was that I wanted to do and what was best for me. Um, So it wasn't like a rash decision. It was a decision that I really, really, really thought on a lot. (laughs) And it was a decision that was 
kind of already there because I was kind of already feeling, like I said, that we was moving in different directions. But it was something that had this situation not had happened, I may still would have been with 13 moons now. Um, Just kind of toughing it out because I did enjoy being a part of that, you know, being a part of a group, being a part of a team, um, being around different, beautiful, talented women. Um, It was great. I loved it. But my time there was up. My time there wasn't for a lifetime. It was just for a season. It was there to teach me different things. One of them being, of course, my anger. Um, I learned a lot about magazines, how to run magazines, how to um, do um, do covers and you know, just get everything together. So I'm not going, I don't take that lightly. Um, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for 13 moons. I'm thankful for a star. It was just that it was time for me to leave that situation and go on about my own life or go on about my own business and grow my business. Um, so, you know, when I did that, you know, I didn't, you know, leave angrily. I didn't leave loud. I left quietly, which is something different because usually when I feel like this is just me talking beforehand or me talking about me three months or four months ago, even five months ago, six months ago. Um, when I felt like I was being disrespected or I felt like I was being treated in a way that I didn't like to be treated. A lot of times you was going to hear about it. You might not have, it might not have been the right way to come about the situation. Or I might have came off all the way wrong. But you was definitely going to know why I was upset. Um, You was definitely going to hear my voice. I was definitely going to cuss you out. <laughs> um, and yeah. And so with this situation of leaving 13 moons, I left quietly. Um, I didn't make a ruckus. I didn't, you know, really lash out at anybody. I just was like, I have to leave. I need to look. I need to go. I kind of left without any explanation at all. Um, but that was what I needed. I needed peace. I needed to just bow out gracefully. And that's what I did. Um, now, I mean, eh, I did what was best for me. I'm going to say that I did what was best for me and how knowing myself and knowing how my anger was, I knew that me staying wasn't going to end well. Um, So I just had to leave. And sometimes leaving a situation does not entail, you know, talking it out or trying to come up with some solution or whatever, whatever. Sometimes leaving a situation means just leaving it, just walking the fuck away um, without having or without trying to come up with some type of resolution. Sometimes the best resolution is to fucking walk away. That's it. (laughs) And so that's what I did was I just fucking walked away from everything. Um, And it was a hard decision. Like I said, I met a lot of people. Um, I made a lot of connections that I just had to walk away from because... At the end of the day, I knew that cycle or that um that season had ended. And for me, another thing is sometimes I hold on to things a little bit too long than I'm supposed to. And 
I knew that I wasn't supposed to do this. Um, I've done it in, in breakups and friendships and everything. I've hold on, held on to things longer than I was supposed to. Even after it was shown to me that you need to let this fucking shit go. I still held on to it because it, it was mine. Like, I don't want to let it go. Like, I was kind of like that four of pentacles. I don't know if you're into tarot cards, but I was kind of like that four of pentacles. Like, I will hold on to something for dear life. <laughs> Even if it shows me, or even if the universe shows me, bitch, this is not for you. Like, you need to let this shit go. I have the hardest time of letting stuff go. And that is kind of goes back to my abandonment issues um, that I talked about in like a previous episode. I do have abandonment issues. So when I attach to something, I attach and I don't want to let go because that's all I know. And me letting it go, I'm lost without it. And so, again, that's something that I'm working on. And I'm glad that I was able to just leave without the drama. Um, I'm glad that I was le- I was able to see that this wasn't working out for me and to bow out gracefully instead of trying to stay and hold on and possibly be miserable, possibly getting angry in some type of way, possibly cussing somebody out. I'm glad that I just walked away from it. Um, and that was a big step for me. So I'm actually really proud of that, of myself. Um, and that was just something I've been reflecting on. Um, also this week, like I said, I'm on social media. Not every, not every platform, mostly just Facebook, um, cause yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but I realized with Facebook, there's a lot of people on my Facebook friends that I don't know. And I am a very closed off person. I, again, abandonment issues. I deal with people I know a lot of, a lot of times. I only deal with people I know. So, but there's a lot of people on my Facebook page that I've met, um, whether it's in groups or in different other settings, um, or we just had mutual friends and, you know, I just wanted to network. Um, or they had a business and I wanted to support in some type of way. So I do have friends that I don't know, a lot of them. Most, like, I say 90% of my Facebook. It's just people that I've met over the years of having my Facebook. Um, But in saying that, people, when you do that, they don't really know you. And so, you know, comments like, oh, cloth pads is disgusting. Are you nasty for free bleeding from a stranger? Um, Definitely gets a reaction out of me. Or did get a reaction out of me because, um, I don't know you, ma'am. Who, who are you? Like, and I I really used to ask people like, who the fuck are you? I don't know you. So why the fuck are you commenting on my shit? Or why does anything that I do matter? I don't know you. You've never, I've never seen you before ever in my life. I don't know where you live. I've never been to your house. I've you don't you don't know me. You never been to my house. We we're not cool. Like that was me. Um, and I had to realize, especially in this digital age, especially with being a business owner, most of the people that I um sell to, I don't know them. Um, even the guests that I have on my show that are my friends. That like, I could say that on my friends because a lot of them I have their phone numbers in my phone, real phone numbers. Like they know my real phone number. Um, I have their real phone number. We talk, you know. I've, you know, we text. <laughs> so these are people I know in real life. Um, but a lot of them, most of them. I met on social media in some type of way. 
Um, but before meeting them on social media, they were strangers. So there's always going to be a stranger, like, and just a stranger can turn into a friend. So, you know, I say that to say I had to realize that everybody was a stranger at first. And again, with this digital age, you meet people. I met people all over the world. Um, I've talked to people from all over the world just because of Facebook or just because of whatever I am, I was doing, whether it was the magazine, whether it was my own business, um, the craziest thing is having to ask people when talking to them or when scheduling some type of meeting or something with them is like, what what time zone are you in? Like, that's the weirdest thing to me. And it's just like, oh, my God, like, it's just not, you know, somebody down the street or somebody in Greensboro or somebody in Raleigh or somebody in Charlotte. It's people in different states that. I um I connect with and so again connecting with these people they come from different backgrounds they have different beliefs they have all these different things and but they was essentially strangers beforehand and that's something I've also had to work with like I said with um just being antisocial <laughs> and also being abandonment issues. It's like I had to deal with both of those. I'm still dealing with both of those, honestly. But I've just had to realize, like, everybody's a stranger until you get to know them. Um, And sometimes people don't even really be meaning to come off the way they come off on social media I know it's even happened to me where I can comment something on somebody's post and it can be in the most non-harmful, fun, you know, joking way. But the person that read it took it or interpreted it into a way that wasn't joking or wasn't or they didn't find it as a joke or they didn't find it as Whatever whatever it was that I was trying to convey, whether it was a joke or whether it was support or however, whatever, it wasn't conveyed like that to them and vice versa. Like, there's been times where people, it's like, well, damn, bitch, I was, like, trying to be nice. I'm like, well, you shouldn't say what you said, but it was them, like, their way of saying it. And people, like I said, meeting people from different places in different backgrounds and different upbringings, they they do different things differently or they say things differently that maybe I don't say or maybe that I wasn't raised up on or, you know, culturally or, you know, even, even like um, location-wise, geographically. There's some things that may, can be said in, one location or geographically in one place that is kind of maybe not um or be offensive to someone else so it's just a lot of variables especially dealing with social media um but again social media is one of those platforms for me where I do a lot of business on and I get a lot of business from Facebook um so Knowing that I deal with people that's from different backgrounds, different locations, um, that personalities may just be different. I've had situations where a girl commented on my post recently, and her comment was, okay, I, I understand, like, you support it, but it was kind of like, snippish and I was like bitch who the fuck is you <laughs> and that was one of those moments where I was like okay before you respond because I know she, it's all love with her and I feel the love that she's trying to bring to 
whatever the conversation was. And she's trying to be uplifting and she's trying to be supportive in her way. So before you cuss her out and, you know, let's step back. Let's look at this. Let's take the time. Read what she said. Read, read what she said. Read between the lines. And then think about your response before you respond. And <laughs> I've actually had to do that a lot, this, a lot, a lot in the last week. And again, like I said, I didn't take anger management from a therapist. Um, so I'm not going to say that I'm completely anger free. Um, even with a therapist, I don't think you just go in for one session and like, oh, doc, I am very angry. Please fix me. And you're just fixed after that one session. Um, therapy, anger management, anything clinically with a therapist takes time. It's not a quick fix. Um, so I understand that. So, um, Am I completely over my anger? Hell no. Um, I'm not. I'm not done with my anger. Um, but it's better than what it was, and I can say that for myself. It's better than what it was, and um, all I can do is just get better over time. Um, now, will I ever go to back to therapy? Because I've been in therapy before. Would I go back to therapy for my anger? Mm. I, feel, I feel like maybe if it's something that I can't get over myself. But at this moment, I feel like my anger management worked. Now, like I said, there is going to be triggers. There is going to be tests. Bigger tests than what I've already dealt with. But we'll get to that point when we get to that point. Now, I do want to touch bases on something that I used to do before I went to, quote unquote, anger management. Um, I do have a lot of fire and air in my um, astrology chart. Um, and then I'm also a dragon in Chinese zodiac. So um, and I'm an Aries moon and a Sag rising and a Gemini sun, of course. Um, so I do have a lot of air fire combo and that's kind of a, it's not a bad thing <laughs> per se. Um, I do kind of blow with the wind, but I also do have a very fiery temper sometimes. And I used to just blame it on me being an Aries or Aries moon or me being a Sagittarius rising or me being a um, dragon in Chinese Zodiac. And I mean, where, uh, yes, of course, I do have those things. But I was tired of using that as an escape. Um, and I do feel like sometimes people use their, um, their sign to avoid, you know, their personalities or what things that could make them better. I feel like people use their sign to say, oh, well, I do such and such thing because I'm a Virgo. Or I do such and such thing because I'm a Leo. Or whatever sign, you see. And again, I didn't want to be that. Um, because honestly, um, yeah, you know, you can't, you know, that is a per part of my personality. And yeah, um, I still do get angry from time to time, upset and things like that. But it's not about getting upset or angry. It's about how you deal with it. And as us all being adults, I'm 34, I should be able to control my anger in any setting. And I think that's kind of what's important. And that's something that I realized was, you know, I can't continue to just say, oh, well, I'm a Gemini sun and an Aries moon and a Sag rising and I'm a dragon and Chinese zodiac. And so, you know, I'm just going to be 
very fiery and I'm just going to be very upset and I'm just going to have a temper and I'm just going to be angry and to justify my, you know, shitty behavior or, you know, me cussing you out or me just being however, whatever. Um, so I didn't want to, I was tired of using that as my escape of my reasoning for that. And that was kind of when I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to just sit the fuck down and figure out why the fuck I'm angry for. Um, and I actually, I was on Facebook and one of my Facebook friends posted a quiz um, to show your anger or like, you know, are you angry quiz or something like that. So I took it just for fun because, you know, like I said, I knew I had an anger issue, but I was like, okay, if this quiz tell me then I really do have an anger issue because I've never been diagnosed or I've never seen a therapist or a psychiatrist or anything like that for my anger. So, you know, it's just me diagnosing myself, basically. So I took the quiz and, like, I got the highest score, which, you know, most time high scores mean good, but high scores in this instance was that I was, like, really, really, really fucking angry. And I'm very health conscious, and I'm like, you know, what is this anger doing to not just myself, but my stress levels, my heart, my body, my mind? Like, how is this affecting me as a whole? And that was kind of like, when that moment where I was like, you know what, this is something I have to work on. And, you know... I would have loved to have went to therapy because I feel that therapy is a um, a great thing. However, I don't feel like everything needs a therapy session. And I feel like um, if you have the tools to... Um, if you have the tools to do the work yourself or if you've done the work yourself before I've done a lot of shadow work on myself um it is possible for you to do your own anger management now again like I said my anger is a little bit different um so mine is more verbal because of course I am a Gemini so I'm very well very well versed with my words um, and I can really hurt you with my words. I don't have to hit you. I don't have to attack you. I attack you with my words. I attack you with my, my tongue. My tongue is my deadliest weapon. Knowing that, however, if you are a person that is more physical um, with your anger, then I may would suggest going to therapy um, instead and it's just my personal opinion. Like I said, my anger was kind of a more milder anger. Even though I still got angry, it wasn't, you know, a physical anger. And I think that was kind of um, the difference is that I was able to um, do the work myself because my anger wasn't physical or um, I have a little bit more control over myself. And I can look at myself and analyze myself very well. Um, if you're not that type of person, or again, if you have um, a physical anger and more instead of verbal, um, I would suggest going to therapy, talking to someone, um, because um, you may not be able to do the work. Or you may not be able to um, get the results in a quick in a quick manner, or in a, a you need more faster results than working on yourself will give you because this took months. Um, like I said, I took a break from social media. I went on vacations. I did a lot of deep diving. Um, Self um, shadow work, um, self reflection, 
I'm very like in tune with myself. Um, so if that's not you, or if you just need more immediate results, I would definitely say go to a therapy, a therapist. Um, but I just would like to say stop using, you know, whatever you've been through, whatever situation you've been through, um, your zodiac sign, whatever it is that you use to um, deflect your anger onto something else, I encourage you to stop doing that. I encourage you to actually do the work um, because, you know, yeah, I still get angry sometimes. I'm human. Of course I do. But it's not about getting angry. You cannot stop from getting angry. It's unless you go like yourself on an island, a private island by yourself, you're going to have to interact with people. So you're going to have to learn how to deal with your anger because everybody is not on the same wavelength as you. Everybody do not have the same mindset as you. Um, There are some stupid people out here. You know, and I'm say that in the nicest way, <laughs> you know, um, people, people are going to be people. You cannot change people from being people. What you can change is how you react to people. And I think that's very important to note. And um, with that being said, like I said, if you have those issues, definitely talk to somebody, um, whether it is a therapist whether it is a friend, um, I encourage you to do your shadow work. Um, I encourage you to do self-reflection. Write down what what are your triggers. That is the most important thing is to know what your triggers are so that when you are triggered, or first of all, to know where you are triggered or to stay out of those situations that are triggering. Now, before I end... I would just like to let y'all know that y'all can stay connected with the LaShonda Files on our Facebook page, the LaShonda Files, and also our YouTube channel, the LaShonda Files, and LaShonda's L-A-S-H-A-N-D-A. And I would love for any feedback on any episodes, this episode, the previous episodes, I thank everyone for their support, continued support, and we will be back next week for another episode of the LaShonda Files. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>